How's it going? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's in your cup? So I have... Girl, yeah, I, I have to drink brown now. Like, I can't oh, really... Have to con- cognac? You on that yak or no? <laughs> I am on some crown okay. and some sweet tea. Okay, it's actually oh. a good, it's actually a little good cocktail. I'm like, don't don't hate the mix. Okay, that's what's up. But, um, but yeah, so like brown liquor. What I've learned is that vodka gives me a, anything white really gives me a headache. I can't drink tequila, vodka at all. Te- tequila, all that gives me. Now I love a good margarita. I'm so I'm always going to be down for a good margarita, regardless. Always. If I know the headache is coming. I love a good margarita. Um, I love a lemon drop. A good lemon drop. That's vodka. You know a good that. lemon drop. It is vodka, but those are my only two exceptions. Anything outside of that, like, is a non-negotiable. But brown liquor, girl, Hennessy, any type of like whiskey, um, Crown, like, I can do it all day, any day. I just started drinking brown like a few years ago. My friend got me on Jack Daniels and Coke and stuff, and that was fine. But th- but Hennessy. That shit is a different category. Like, it's no, just like, oh, like, Hennessy just, my whole chest is just like on fire. I feel like a big girl when I drink brown. Like, it's like I'm grown, grown. Like, they're like, oh, bitch, you, you want that brown? Hood, hood. With some hood. Yeah, they're like, you want that brown? Want that brown? I'm like, I guess I I don't know why it's such a stereotype. Black people drink Hennessy. It's just like, black and we love prank. it though but we most people love it you know you can never go wrong with some hennessy they're like yeah, i hennessy they're like ah, oh, <laughs> the kids are on they're not on hennessy down they're on um oh my god who's new liquor rick ross liquor do say they on the do say oh uh, yeah i've seen that too it's like the new hennessy uh, it's the rock vodka is it that- is, but you know what? Ciroc yeah, do doesn't like- give me a headache because Ciroc is infused with wine. It's vodka and wine infused. And I and I knew something was weird because I was drinking I was drinking Ciroc one night and I had no idea. I was like, this is not vodka because I don't drink vodka. And it yeah. didn't give me a headache. I like Ciroc. Now I can actually do Ciroc. Um wine gives me a headache. It depends on what wine. Any sweet wines, yes. Sweet um, wines, I can't do. Those dry wines, no. Dry takes, wines yeah. still give me a headache, but they don't give it to me in a way that the sweet like I've been off sweet wine. Yeah, like, for I can't do it. Years, but I love a good cab. I like a good Mer- Merlot. Um, but it still will just give me a headache. I don't know. So at this point, me drinking, it's like either social or because I'm so fucking stressed out and I need to just relax. But yeah, because I mean, all of it is really just probably not good for me. So, well, a glass of red wine is actually pretty good for you. Yeah, it's good for your heart, antioxidants, all that. I mean, like for me, in a way of like (laughs) how my body responds. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm such a lightweight, and it's just so crazy because you know me. Like in college, I was drinking like Mm -hmm. shit. Girl, your tolerance was high. As fuck. It was just like shot, 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 shot. I know. My, I no, my tolerance is hella low. Like, it, because I'm already sleepy just naturally. Like, it don't take no additives, nothing. So, to add to that, I'm done. I am done for. Girl. So, anyway. That's funny. City Welcome back 
to the show, so, everyone. We have Music City Streets. What's going on this weekend? You know, I usually don't really have much to talk about what's going on in Nashville. I am excited to say this weekend, Eric Benet is wow. coming. I'm sorry. On the 21st, <laughs> I'm a little excited. On the 21st of December, Eric Benet will be performing at the City Winery two times that night. So he does a seven o'clock show, which I believe is sold out. And then he's going to be doing a 10 o'clock show. I will be at the seven o'clock show. So for those of you watching, if you see me and don't be afraid to say, <laughs> I'm just playing. I cannot. Y'all look like, for me at, at Eric Benet. <laughs> you know, if you need an autograph, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, you can't wait. <laughs> girl, why was me and Marlon talking about that the other day? He was like, just wait until, because we're talking about the website. He was like, just wait until you're out. And what if somebody's like, are you? And he was like, you're going to be like, ah, baby, hi, yes. You know, doing all the most. I like, you know, you know, and I was like, no, I'm not. He's like, Mia. <laughs> extra, really, extra. I'm really not extra, guys, I promise. But um, but Eric Benet will be performing at City Winery. One of the things that I just found out, and I'm a little slow, as y'all know, um, the City Winery, so it is a restaurant, and they do, it's a pretty big space, because we were actually going to have our reception there when we were thinking about having a Nashville wedding. Um, it's a really big space, and... Um, they have it to where you can become a member and attend their, um, they have regular concerts. So they had John B. perform. They've had Raheem Devon. They've had um, Vivian Green. I'm on an emotional roller coaster. I mean, they have just good artists coming monthly, every other month. So sign up for that to keep up with the updates and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited. Holiday time, really intimate concerts are going on. So. That's all I got. What's going on in California love side? Anything? <laughs> that was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> and I usually don't have much, but a bite. It's flies. a lot popping in Nashville these days. <laughs> it's um, a lot I don't know what's going on here in LA, but I do know this weekend in Oakland, which is still California, you know, um, it's going to be a Rolling Loud festival that I really kind of wanted to go to. Um, but Migos and Future will be headlining that and, um, RIP to Juice World because he was actually supposed to be one of the top artists at that oh. show too. And unfortunately oh he passed away this weekend. Um, it's a whole bunch of different stories out there, but I guess the, the midst of it was that his, um, plane had gotten searched or something. His private jet had gotten searched upon landing in, uh, Chicago and he ate some pills. We don't know if it was because he was trying to hide it from the police or what, but apparently he ate pills during the search and he had a seizure and they couldn't bring him back. So it's unfortunate, but I think details are still like coming out about, about all of this, but yeah, so sad. So much drug use with these young artists these days. And it's, becoming more I mean it felt like it's just you know how like human trafficking has just been happening for years but it feels like right now I don't know if it's because media is actually finally like pointing the cameras on and making a big deal about it versus it happening a while ago like I feel like drugs have always been around especially in Hollywood and you know our culture or whatever but like right now it just feels like 
it's just on a like it's on a rampage you know what I'm saying and it's unfortunate to what you said I mean it's young kids and um hell my son he's 10 he I'm having to have those conversations now with him because at school I went to go pick him up the other day and he's like hey you know um did you hear about Juice World dying and I'm thinking like I didn't even know who Juice I did not legit know who Juice World was. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew his but, songs, but I didn't know like him. Like he could have walked past me on the street and I wouldn't know who he was. But I knew his songs. Yeah, I didn't oh. even know his songs. I I looked up on Spotify like the most popular ones, and I still had not heard. They're um, all on the radio. I don't really listen to the radio, but when I, I don't do, listen to the radio, it's on. Oh, yeah, oh. but I don't listen to the radio at all. Um, but you know, I still did my due diligence because apparently so many people are like juice Rogers, So of course I'm going to be like, who is this guy? So my son was like, yeah, they said that he died of like drugs. So, you know, I'm having those conversations with my son, like drugs and drugs are bad, but beyond them being bad, um, you know, peer pressure and, you know, even thinking about them or, um, the, the addictive phase and, you know, just all these in-depth conversations around drugs and all that kind of stuff. So it's unfortunate, but these kids are very impressionable and, um, I'm not speaking to juice world, but I'm just saying like, it's a thing now it's been a thing, but it for real is like super, super scary. So yeah, he, um, actually, cause now they're pulling up old interviews and stuff, you know, just, you know, when people die, it's so much media yeah. coverage on controversy what they did. and media but they're pulling up an old interview he did um just like a year ago or something and he was basically asked you know how did he get on you know drugs because a lot of his songs are like you know coding lean molly whatever and he basically said around the age of 11 12 is when he started wanting to experiment with drugs because he would listen to future and he was like that album really made him um because I forgot what you know I forgot what his Molly Percocet yeah that sounds pretty recent but he but all of Future's uh mixtapes were were called something it was called some type of drug I forget what it was called Mm. but yeah all of you know Future actually rapped a lot about drugs and shit and then it comes to be that Future actually don't even do these drugs like he said it's all marketing he said in multiple interviews he doesn't even really do drugs like that like he smokes weed so it's like it's almost being used as like a way to attract kids. It's sick, honestly. Um, and I it's just like, about... well, I mean, we used to be like that too, but I feel like it wasn't this prescription shit. Like I got prescribed some pills for my back and I'm like drowsy as fuck. Like I don't want to be drowsy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the fact that they're abusing these pills that can really fucking kill you. And it's mm-hmm. not just weed and liquor like it was back in the nineties. It's just right. like, Y'all are actually yeah. proud of being drugged up all day. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Because they get addicted to the feeling of, like, not being, you know, like, it's what well, it's crazy. it's a good thing to be and to feel, you know, versus not feeling anything and being something else. Like, like you said, I don't want to be somebody else. I don't want to be drowsy. I don't want to feel not like myself. I got shit to do the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I just, I, I don't understand the high because it's like, yeah, smoking weed is mundane, drinking is mundane, but when you're on, on pills, it's almost like you can't function sometimes. It's like, 
you're drowsy you're slow you're like your reflexes aren't there like you're out of it you're completely out of it and the thing about it is these kids are abusing it you know and unfortunately i know that they were saying there could be some conspiracy thoughts behind juice world and stuff but at the end of the day he it's still being report it's still under investigation but anybody who's just gonna take a whole bunch of pills and swallow them down you know oh my gosh (laughs) you know what the fuck so regardless breast in peace juice world guys make informed decisions about your body um because it's real out here and parents don't let you know fucking music and entertainment raise your kids like because I listen to everything. I was not censored as a child. I could watch rated R movies. I could listen to cussing. It was nothing really yeah. I couldn't do as a kid. And I still didn't partake in shit like that. Like, even if my friends and shit did, I didn't. So it's just... Me either. Me if either. You parent your child, they'll be able to withstand the pressures of the outside world and stuff. Well, um, and I also... One of the things that I do as a parent, I show him pictures. I show him... Um, not like super graphic or things like that, but I'm like, this is what, if you do this, this is, this is an example of what you could look like. This is an example, what like, pictures that are you way, up? well, p- junkies, you know, it's not even pictures. It could be people walking across the street. Cause my son is very giving. He naturally, if there's a homeless person, I may not have a dollar, even if I have a dollar, I'm not always so quick to be like here every single time. My son, every single time, is like, mommy, here, roll my window down, give them this money. Like, whether it's a dollar, whether it's $15, he is so giving. And he's always like, you know, how does somebody become that way? So it's like, you know, it's not even pictures. It's it's real life. People walking around, you know, not having nothing. It's like, these are things that is, we don't know their story. Everybody has one, but you know, these are, if you go down this road, this is an example of what could happen. You know what I'm saying? And it's just things like that, where I try to connect versus like, you know, him hearing it versus him also putting something with him to see it. So, um, but yeah, just cause I, what I was going to say was really quick. Um, I wasn't, I don't know, I guess this is an influence, you know, cigarettes were a big thing back in the day. And although I never want I can't really say that I didn't want to smoke a cigarette but they had like at the candy stores because you know all the billboard ads and movies and stuff people were like smoking and making it look really sexy and cool especially the women and I remember being at a candy store and they had the little bubble gum cigarettes (laughs) and like you if you puff them it it blows like a little bit of smoke and so I I remember those yeah, I would be in the back seat. My mom would be driving. And I'd be in the back seat, you know, looking at people out the window, like, like you know, trying to make it a thing. Because I was like, this is cool. But something, though, I only got so far with that. I don't know why I didn't eventually smoke a cigarette. I think I did smoke a cigarette. But what I'm saying is, is even though I smoked a cigarette, I never had that. It was like, this is gross. Like, I don't see how people can do it. <laughs> like, so... I was influenced a little bit, but you know, like you said, parent your kids, don't allow the streets to be the only thing or their friends. Cause a lot of times this information is coming from their friends, period. You know, Hey, you know, just, you know, blah, blah, blah. So take inventory of your household. Well, I guess we just go right into what's the TV sis. Like, yeah, I think we just jumped right into that. <laughs> 
So what you got up for today? Um, well, I did want to talk about, um, so Lizzo, she just made headlines. Um, the singer Lizzo, uh, she was out here at an LA Lakers game and sitting courtside, of course. And, um, you know, she was dancing and stuff. She had on like this t-shirt, t-shirt dress and her song was played and she started to twerk. And when she turned around, we saw that her whole ass was out. She had, um, you know, sis had a hole cut in her t-shirt so her ass could show and she had a thong underneath of that. So I've never seen any fashions like that. Um, but she said it was fashionable. She actually put up a picture of Rihanna in a see-through crystallized gown and said inspiration, but I've never seen Rihanna dress that fucking tacky in my life, but okay. Um, yeah, so it's been causing a, 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 a fucking controversy in social media. You know, some people are saying that there's only an issue here because of Lizzo's size, because she is plus size. But, um, you know, me personally, I just think it was just all wrong. <laughs> it just didn't make sense at all. It seems like she's trolling to me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. People may disagree with me and my opinion. <laughs> I have not to say, cause it is not, I feel like what I'm about to say is honestly what, how people feel but they're not going to say it and they're going to put it all on the size or not on the size. I, I'm not putting it on the size. One, I have two issues with this, right? (laughs) One, I feel like, yes, it was inappropriate. It's a game. You, there is no comparison to a cheerleader cheerleader. I mean, I, you know, everybody's like, well, cheerleaders, like guys cut it out. Like their whole ass is covered. Okay. We're not doing that. Cheerleaders are cheerleaders. They've been doing this, whatever. Let's talk about an actual person, regardless of a celebrity or not. She's a person who had her ass cheeks out in a thong and was actually twerking and moving them and being instigated with music and all that other kind of stuff. The second part that I have the issue with is it just didn't look good. It was a For mess. Me, it, it didn't look good. Like It, it didn't was a mess. look good. It was a mess. It looked like and some I, type of weird S and M outfit. It just, it, it didn't look real. Like it, it didn't just, look real. And I'm, and again, what I'm about to say is not. Oh God, you know, <laughs> don't Lizzo fans don't beat me up. But you know, again, I'm not here to be a yes woman throughout everything that we talk about. Um. Sh- her ass was very, was very, very, oh God, very, very, very flat. Like, and again, I'm not, listen, hear me (laughs) out, (laughs) hear me out, hear me out. out. It's wide and flat. It's, it's, it did not look good. I feel like if she was a little bit more, um, and I'm not talking about smaller waist, big, but I'm not even going there. I'm saying if she was a little bit more you know, like if she had just a little bit more rump or something, or it just looked, if it looked good, again, not size, I'm not talking proportions, but it just was not, it did not look good. It just didn't look good. And I will say that about somebody who's a size 14. If they wear something and they're in, and it just doesn't look good. It does. It's weird. It's like, why did you do that? It didn't look good. And I'm one person. It might've looked amazing to somebody else. But for me, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I felt like she was doing the most for no reason at all. 
and then now we're just like in the world I feel like she's coming out with videos and stuff talking about how unbothered she is it's like no you are bothered because you are coming out to say how unbothered you are you're bothered um but for me that's how I took it one it didn't look good and two I thought she was doing the most there were kids there if this was a concert or something else like nobody would care like you know it's just it was just not it none of it made sense for for her to have a moment I feel like she could have had another moment somewhere else and it would have been a different situation but this was not good publicity period yeah I I I don't care what her ass looked like I don't care if she had the perfect ass the perfect body that was just a mess period like that was a t-shirt with the fucking hole cut in the back like you're gonna take a shit like it was literally like those pajamas with the hole in the back where you can unlatch it so you can fit without taking it off that's literally what it looked like it just didn't make no sense it's so thirsty and these new artists are just different they're all trolling they're all trying to be on trending on social media apparently um lizzo had a song or a video that she had just dropped um that coincidentally lined up with that whole you know uh showing uh, showing her ass at the lakers game so a lot of these artists i feel like are taking a page out of um what's his name that's locked up takashi 69 taking a page out of his book because he sold so many um records and shit because he would be trending on the internet every single day due to like social media bullshit you know people are trying to get popping and trending and get these sales up and i feel like she's just trying to it's definitely an agenda. I don't think she wanted to do that. I don't think she wanted to wear that. I think she did it for a purpose and a reason. I could be crazy, but I just think yeah. it's, it's it's a strategy of some sort. And I don't know who was pushing her, but. Yeah, for me, I like I said, I, I know that I'm not in the majority publicly when I say that. But for me, it just didn't look good. And Rihanna would never uh, wear that. I'm sorry yeah but I do think for me my opinion I personally believe if it was a situation where it looked at least good on her even her size if she had something that looked it 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 was flattering maybe a cheek without her too still inappropriate right it was still totally inappropriate but I do have a feeling like if it was something that actually looked good I don't think she would be having as much uproar but it was the place, it was the timing. That shirt and it was, was never going to look good. That t-shirt dress was never going to look no, good. No, but I'm saying if she had chosen something else with maybe a nipple out and a nipple cover, like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, if she, if, if it was an outfit that was still inappropriate in some way, but it was, like, something that was, like, oh, that's cute. Like, that's cute on her. Or, you know, oh, my God, why would she wear that? But that is kind of cute. Like, all of it was just against her. It was just all working against her, in it my opinion. So cheap. it looked, and it looked really cheap. <laughs> it looked really, really cheap. It looked to me, it looked like somebody took a huge nightgown and, and cut a hole in the back, out and just cut a hole in the back. Like there was no shape. It was no, no. It was just, it was wrong. They literally took a damn. What's the thing in math? The little thing you get the radius and you circle the radius yes cookie cutter and they the cut the fuck the hole in the back they cut two cheeks yes it was and like this bitch literally and... gonna sit her bare ass on those dirty ass fucking stadium bleachers like I can't. and i know they don't clean those bleachers every single time you know every day 
ain't nobody doing that much fucking work <laughs> two kids right and behind her uh, that's just ridiculous but um anyway, god bless her lizzo don't do that anymore <laughs> I, I, this here showed me, like, because I never really even paid attention to her. I'm gonna be honest. Like, like I gave her praise for her accolades or accolades, whatever the correct way of saying that is, um, because, you know, I am, I am, uh, culture forward. So seeing somebody who's thriving, she's a black woman, go right. girl, even though I don't listen necessarily to the music, the only song I think I know is the It Girl, I'm It, or, you know, I don't even know the name of the song. Yeah, I don't that know. popular song. Yeah, you I've know, heard it in thing. stores and shit. Do your thing. You appeal to so many people, but now that this situation happened and then the way that she kind of handled it, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I just feel kind of, she's turned me off. Very and I much I told so. my husband that the other night. I was like, I saw her singing a song or something. I was like, I can do without her. I don't like her voice at all, but people love yeah. it, you know? It but is people it is. love it. She's, to each she's, appealing, she's appealing to a lot of people, so kudos to her. Yeah, God bless her. But just, she needs to know she don't have to do all that. Like, let your talent speak for itself. If you notice, Rihanna be real chill. Rihanna be super chill. Like, it seems like she was trying to say, well, Rihanna's my inspiration because Rihanna does, you know, out-of-the-box stuff. And But sis, Rihanna's a likable person. Like, she's real chill, down-to-earth. Lizzo has a huge head and it's like, bitch, you just got here like 10 minutes ago. You just got famous and you already have like this big head and not likable personality. I don't know. I was, um, I was watching her on the breakfast club before I really, before she really like to me blew up because I'd never even had heard of her. I hadn't heard of her song. And I was like, Oh, who's this Lizzo? Who's this chick? You know? So I was listening to her and she was just, again, very big headed. It was, I mean, very. I guess to some people she could come across as really confident, but then like, you know how you are, there's that line between high ego and confidence. Like she, when I was listening to the interview, it was really like, oh, she's like really feeling herself. Like she was talking about all these niggas that be on to her, all these people and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the hell are we really talking about? But she just had that energy of like ego Mm -hmm. and so this may be, like, a lot of people have said this, or like she has said, this has always been her personality. This is who she is. Like her or hate her. You know, you're watching. Your name, her name is in your mouth, is in your household. All this stuff. So, again, I'm going to let her have mm. that, you know, but, again, I'm off. I'm turned off. I never really was a huge yeah. fan anyway. And even her fans uh, are becoming turned off because if you look at the shade room, like they've been posting all of her naked pictures that she keep posting on the gram. So she mm-hmm. posts a lot of like sexually explicit pictures with her naked, right. but like covering her like, you know, parts or whatever. And right. at first people were like, yeah, body positive. She can do this. It's fine. But maybe about the third or fourth picture of shade room posting it. I see the comments and people are like, okay, I've had enough of this. Like, yeah. we're over this. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's going too much. Next, next. <laughs> Five minutes of fame up. Gone. So, yeah. Um, Lizzo, I don't know. Turned off, but it is what it is. Next. I first want to talk about Gabrielle Union. And um, I know it's kind of been an ongoing conversation about everything that's going on with her. But she was a judge on America's Got Talent. And um, she had been coming to the set or coming to these shows with different hairstyles, right? So maybe one day her hair is straight. The next day she has it in braids. The next day she has it in a bun and all of these sorts of things, right? And um, apparently on top of that, there was 
a comment that Simon Cowell had made to one of the, um, um, what am I trying to say? One of the, the, the talent people, the contestants, contestants. Yes. And it was racially insensitive. And so Gabrielle Union, she basically, you know, behind the scenes went to who she went to HR was like, Hey, this is not right. This is this, you know, this is not acceptable. This isn't right. Um, basically standing up for someone without a voice or for what she felt was to be insensitive. And the next thing she knows, she was let go from the show. Um, there had been talks about there being conversations about, you know, cause I know from the media standpoint, it was like, Oh, she was let go because, um, you know, they didn't like her hairstyles, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Well, that particular network had come out and said, no, it, what she was not, you know, we didn't continue on with her contract, not because of her hairstyles, but in that same token, um, it was an issue because how they shoot the shows is in a continuance. So if one day she's got straight hair, but they're not necessarily done with that particular episode, but they're shooting it the next day. And now you have a high bun in braids. The continuity of that is, so that's what the network is coming out to say. I know Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy, she had come out on behalf of Gabriel Union and was just like, you know, it is time for us to basically come out and stick together, band together as all, all women, not this woman versus this woman and us just not saying anything like, no, we need to speak out and speak up for what we believe is right and rally behind women of any color, uh, particularly this, you know, minority of woman, you know, and stand up for what's right, you know, and she's right. I mean, it's almost, it's almost like if you don't say anything is just as damaging as just, you know, coming out and, being against it like speak up for what's right um gabriel has not really said a whole lot because of i guess it's you know kind of being handled behind the scenes but her husband has come out and has you know pretty much just come out in support of her, her saying you know thank you to everybody who's um supported my wife through this transition like you know standing up for what's right and what she believes in is very very you know heroic um, Gabrielle, she's also come out to say something very slight in the sense of thank you to everyone who believes in me, believes in my voice or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we could pick apart this, you know, situation. It's nothing that I feel like we haven't seen before where it's like unfair biases when it comes to these networks and when it comes to speaking up against what you feel is right, you know, I think with black women, especially we're looked at to be more aggressive, more intimidating, um, more problematic. Um, so yeah, I think with Gabriel union, it's just a matter of, you know, this is what we've seen before injustice when it comes to how, especially as black women, black men, yes, but black women, how we are handled in the workplace, how people view us, treat us, assume things about us you know, it's, it is what it is, but hopefully they get it figured out. Hopefully she even gets some money from it. If it, if it you know, if it's found to be somewhat, you know, 
I don't want to say discrimination, but you know, there's some sort of leak in the contract where it's like, no, I should not have been fired, whatever. Hopefully she gets what's due to her. Cause to me it's fucked up. And the other part that, that was fucked up about this, she had had, since she had been on the show, she has had the highest ratings of anybody, any celebrity guest. The views have went up phenomenal, like drastically since she had been a judge on that show. So it's not even a matter of like, she didn't, bring anything like she brought everything everybody was tuning in so let's get into this ti and tiny situation on the red table talk oh, um, God. they recently i think last monday came out and they decided to discuss their relationship and cheating infidelity was one of the biggest topics that were brought up into play i think that was the main thing how do you feel like based on that segment the first part with the whole his daughter and you know his intent and all of that kind of stuff how do you feel like what were your thoughts on that do you think he was genuine do you feel like you know he was just doing this to you know like what were your thoughts after you watched it well first of all he blatantly lied you know he said that he was joking he said that he never said that he checked his daughter's time and at the age of 18 and it's like nigga yes you did you said as of her 18th birthday her hymen is fully intact. And then even when they said, you know, that doesn't mean someone's a virgin. You're like, oh, she doesn't do athletic sports. She signed this paper. Like, you're not going to give me all the details of how you check your daughter's hymen annually. And then sit up here and backslide on the red table talk and say, people took that out of context and you were joking. You weren't joking. This is something that you literally have done or did and think is cool. So it's like the fact you can't even be, keep it real right now mm-hmm. tells me, you know, you're fucked up, but he's, such a fucking narcissist that he can't even admit that he's wrong in any way in any way oh it's like i don't know why he went up there it was a waste of everyone's time (laughs) so yeah i mean you took the words right out of my mouth um i felt like yeah i mean in a nutshell that's how i felt i can't stand him like i didn't think it was possible to dislike him more (laughs) but i i hate him yeah and I don't feel like and I used to like him that's why I hate this sometimes I'm like I wish celebrities just stayed the fuck off of social media so I didn't know about your life I know about these fire albums and that's it because you're ruining it for me you have ruined it for me (laughs) that's fair and then you know he went into then the second part was the relationship part and that was part two of the red table talk disgusting to your point, in which I was even more, I felt like disgusted, disgusted. as well. Even though I knew, because I brought it up on last episode or maybe two episodes ago, where yeah, you even about pod- tiny He has a podcast, and I'm not going to plug it, but he does have his own podcast. And um, you know, they him and Tiny were on there, and I had spoken my thoughts. Make sure you check out that podcast to learn more about what was said, but or our thoughts, my thoughts on it, whatever. But this further prove my point as to how I felt about him and Tiny and actually I was extremely proud of Tiny for what I felt like was her moment to take a stand on her voice because there was a few times where she was like hold on I am not finished like wait a minute like good for you like good for you whether you were doing it for I don't even care like the fact that you were like I'm not done I'm not finished I you know you used your voice as a means to 
get your point across, get your feelings out there because he is very much a person that, and again, what I, the only thing that I will give T.I. in that episode is the fact that he did make it a point to tell her, this is who I am, and I'm summarizing and I'm twisting it into my own words, but this is who I am, you know this is how I am, and you have a choice, you have choices. And although I think Jada and her mom were basically trying to communicate to him, like, okay, yeah, she has choices, but her choice is to love you and to be supportive and to be the wife and da 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 da. Like, she doesn't want to necessarily leave, but why can't you meet her halfway? Um, and his thing is, you know, listen, you know, I am the man, like, you know, whatever. And for her to be like, I have never cheated on you throughout our whole marriage. And for him to be like, oh, well, I have never, ever, ever lied about it. Like, that was so insensitive. Like, come on. Like, and he said it jokingly. Like, he don't, I literally only saw maybe about five minutes. And that's the part I saw. And he said that shit. Like, like here she is telling you a really (laughs) raw moment. Like, she, and and Tiny, I feel like, was super, like, raw like she was like she didn't spare no like she probably could have said more if it had more time you know (laughs) like she was very very I feel like serious and very truthful in the way that she felt and he just to me took it as a way of like basically throwing it in her face like well you're the reason why you're putting up with this like I'm not you know like that man don't give a fuck he I'm he give me Ike Turner vibes like I hope she didn't pay for that shit later. I'm just saying, he just, something ain't right. Something ain't right. It's very yeah. controlling, very possessive, and demeaning. He He's, he's so demeaning. disrespectful to her. Like, she's a kid or a bus driver and who he just gave 50 cents to. Like, he doesn't give a damn about her. Like, he has no respect. And men who are, and I will say this, men who are people, I, I won't even make it a male versus woman. I will say that People will only do what you allow them to do to you. You train people. You yeah. treat, The way you treat yourself, one, is how, because yeah. nobody in this world is going to treat you better than you, okay? Period. I learned that at a very young age. I like what I like. If you can't meet me halfway, then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that it's material. I'm talking about I treat myself really good. I'm nice to myself. I'm this. If you come with bad energy, I don't need that to say that I have you in my life you know what I'm saying like and I feel like um we as people we treat we train people on how to treat us I can take this in the workplace I had a a co-worker who she was known to be the bitch right so when you work with her it's like oh that's Diane she is just girl I am not one of those people that uh you know deal with people that be like well I'm just this way bitch no you're a bitch change like fix it and I got in her shit and was like, no, you are not going, let me tell you what you're not going to do. And I said that in an obviously very professional way. Um, but ever since then, me and that girl, we've been cool. Like we've been, we've been friends. They're like, you, how, how did you, because I told her, look, you want to get something out of me. We have the same mission that we're trying to get to. And in order for us to accomplish that, this is what I need you to do. And that's how I feel like you have to be in friendships because people will get over on you in friendships. I'm talking about girls to girls, boys, you know, you, if you're constantly giving and you know, someone's not pouring into you, that's not a friendship in a relationship. It pours over. And I feel like once you know that person, or once that person knows like, Oh, that person is not going anywhere. 
I can do her that way. It's fucked up. You may think like, oh, but you know, he should know I love him. Like by me being here, I'm a writer. I've been through everything. Like he should marry like, girl, no, that what that means is you're a dummy. He think well, he thinks you're a dummy and he's going to continue to do treat you this way because you don't expect anything more. So to T.I.'s point, I get his argument, but that doesn't still give you the right to just treat her like shit, right? But that's what I, I was very invested in that because I was like, this nigga. But it is what it is. I mean, from the outside looking in, I think we all thought the same thing. It's just kind of interesting to see that they actually went on the show to even discuss it at this point. Because I feel like he's very much a person that doesn't want to talk about that. Yeah. She got him at the right moment. Um, she did. Cause that, that man, I can tell you for sure, they haven't been doing no damn couples therapy or nothing. And that's probably the closest thing he's done to it. To get it all out. Because his ass is given a platform. That's the way she tricked his ass into getting up there because he didn't want all the fire to go you to him it. and all the heat you to go it. on him for that hymen shit. So he used her as kind of like a fucking shield for this shit and she got some questions out his ass and that's why she wanted to take hold of that opportunity and try to get as much as she could out of him because she don't get this from him any other time any other time at all at and you all. can see he barely gave anything there with jada and her mom so it's like <laughs> that shit's doomed um and they've been married for quite a while they've so, been together 20 years i mean they've been together 20 years married for damn near 10 or 8 or something seven and it's just like uh, I I don't want to live that way. I'm sorry. That's that's sad that that woman would prefer to be disrespected on multiple levels. Rep- on multiple rep- levels. On multiple levels. Repeatedly. Rather do that than be alone. Like that's sad, and I don't never want to be that afraid of being alone in my life to let someone just constantly disrespect me. Um, I, I feel bad that- for her. They have all those damn kids, and it's just like she will always be tied to this man regardless of if they stop having a relationship or not. And I would hate for him to be the one to break her heart because I, it, I would not be shocked if T.I. left her for somebody. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if he got remarried and all this and third. It just, he doesn't care, you know? And I would just hate for her to be the one who should have walked away all this time, but then he ends up walking away from you. Because the more even, you allow them to treat you like that, he's your value to him is getting lower and lower and shit. lower. He does not give a shit. Oh, it's so sad. Because I like Tiny. She's like a likable person. I think she could sing very well. I was really turned off about how he, she wanted to like pursue her music career. And T.I. basically didn't want her to do anything. He told her don't work. He told her he didn't want her to do none of that. And she let all that shit go for so many years. And she can sing like tiny can really sing she could sing she better can than sing, candy she helped, tiny can sing she helped put him on back yeah. in the day and he he says that i mean you know it's no secret but she was she was on and she helped his career get here yeah she so, lowered she dimmed her light so she that dimmed his, her light bigger there it is it happens time and time again so let this be a lesson learned to our bcc fam that you know, male, female, whatever you identify as, know your worth, know your value, and have people meet you there. Do not decrease that because the minute you do that, again, yeah. people will treat you how 
they feel like you feel about yourself, period. So if you feel like shit, they gonna treat you like shit. You know what I'm saying? But if you walk around here like you are a diamond and you have your head on straight and you know what bullshit looks like from a mile away, it's gonna be harder Mm -hmm. to get shit past you because they gonna be like, you know what? She's too much. She's got an attitude. You know, she, no, I'm just no fucking dummy. That's all. Bye. (laughs) Let's not waste either of our times. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just sad. I just feel bad for the for the woman. I hope that they can get therapy, you know. Maybe she can trick them into doing it again somehow. Girl, I think at this point, it's so far past. And that's the other thing with couples is, like, at some point, you're so far past even therapy. And even therapists say that. They're like, the, the they'll say the mistake that you guys made is that you guys should have been here years ago. So now both of y'all or this person is so fucking damaged that the only way they can thrive or function is to be with you out of mm-hmm. comfort, out of um, um, complacency, out of that's to- it's toxic. And that toxic word is being used everywhere on the internet, but it's a serious thing. You know what I'm saying? And being in a toxic situation, you, Tiny has lost herself, okay? What I see as a woman, she has lost her identity. She knows who she was, but with kids and probably um, mental abuse, you know, verbal abuse, having some, because words, they stay with you. I'm not. I'm not gonna physical. put. I'm. I would not put physical abuse past the eye. I'm not that's saying he saying. hit her, physical but I'm not abuse, saying he didn't hit her. If, if that's what, if if that's happened, physical abuse, mental abuse, whatever type of it, all of it's abuse because some form of abuse because you are keeping this person mentally in this small space and you are not helping them a partner or marriage or relationship is so that both of you guys can rise. So when one person is low, you come in, you undergirt that person. Then the next week that your other person is like down here, you come and you uplift them. You don't keep somebody down. So that way you can make yourself feel like the macho man. Cause that shows T.I. is very insecure. That's really all this is. T.I. is a very insecure man. He's not to me happy with the way that he, um, he's not confident in the way, obviously that he raised his, his girls, because if he was, he would have a lot more trust. He would be very proud of the way that his daughter, whether she's a virgin or not, to me, if, if my daughter's not a virgin, I'm not going to say I'm not so proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just not confident. He has to have this big ego. He has to have people around him to make him feel big. Um, and same as it goes inside with a narcissist. So I'm just rambling because I just feel I see this way too many times with friendships and other, you know, things when it comes to women and, you know, toxic energy and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can pull yourself out of it if it's not too late, but I feel like specifically with T.I. and Tiny, Tiny has, unless she finds herself in a way where T.I. is not hovering, because you, they need to separate. I'm gonna be honest. They need to separate. If they decide at you know, six months later, listen, this is where I want to be. That's one thing, but they need to pull apart and see what life is like, like that. Period. They're not doing, unless T.I. leaves to her, she ain't going nowhere. So I'll tell you that right now. She ain't going nowhere. Some people just would rather be in hell than be by themselves. And she's one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And she don't really, I know for sure she don't know who the fuck she is because she changed everything about herself, her face, her ass, her hips, her eyes, her everything. Like, who are you? Who are you trying to be and who are you trying to please? Because you're doing the most. (laughs) So, and even, you know, she passed some of it down to her daughter, but, you know. I agree. And that's sad. It's, It's very sad. It's very, very sad. And you see it like you see it. And being that we grew up on Escape and stuff like that, you know, we knew who Tiny was before and what she looked like. And like you said, she can actually sing. So a lot of the new millennials and the new people like, oh, she's washed up. Who's Tiny? Who's doing that? She, you know, but no, Tiny was that girl. Escape was that group. Like, And she got a, she got a single that she dropped maybe like three or four years ago. I still listen to that single. That song is good. I mean, it's just, it was on like a underground. It was on SoundCloud, but I still listen to it. Yeah, so, she, was, she could sing to this day. Like she could really sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a harsh judger of singing. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, people say Candy I can can't sing. sing now. Candy, Lord, Candy is a producer, a great songwriter, and a boss. But singing, no, Mm-mm. Candy can't sing. Candy, we love she you on, on one day. <laughs> Girl, I mean, I love Candy, but when she be on, they make her look crazy on Real Housewives of Atlanta because when they show her singing, it's like, girl. Remember that episode? Do you remember the episode (laughs) with her and not Shamia? What was the other girl's name that was with Dude from New Edition? Ronnie. Um, Oh, I liked her. I'm so mad she didn't come back. Her and Candy, remember they did that uh, sing-off? when they were out yes. of the country and candy and everybody was like who won and they nobody said candy because <laughs> candy was like doing the most and she just took it yes. where the other girl she was more controlled and you know like it was just clear that candy girl but uh, candy's a musical genius she's an amazing songwriter like that's where she excels she that's why she's a fucking rich bitch so um but yeah speaking that was a good little segue into Real Housewives of Atlanta because we're what into like episode six now yes and did you see the last episode yes okay I feel like I don't know if this show's gonna get canceled (laughs) it's just getting washed up I'm like what's going on here it's like five episodes of literally the same thing i don't even know what's barely in it girl i don't even and i don't even know honestly when you brought it up i was like oh god i was like oh god because it's you i mean you are literally taking the word no there's nothing really memorable about it that's what i'm saying i'm like we're in episode six i feel like we're in episode one like it's nothing happening everything feels a bit forced kind of and like not meshing the fact that I'm gonna tell you the fact that they used Marlo in the magnitude that they used her this episode. I, I love Marlo, but I feel like Marlo plays a better role being the friend than yes. I do trying to give her her own story. Yes. And I think this this season they're trying to kind of see how she'll how she, fans will respond if they give her more time. But it's just not something's not hitting. And everybody else's storylines and all that kind of stuff. Like you said, it's just blurred. It's not making sense. Nothing's gelling. It's a mess. I think they really fucked up with casting this season, too. Yeah. I think that Eva could go. Definitely. Eva, Eva can go. First of all, you're not even... Every time another person comes in the room, you leave. So they don't even have a chance to get any good scenes with you. Because every time someone that comes in the room that you don't like, you just bounce. Yeah. So it's just like, what are you here for? 
first of all. Yeah, she doesn't have anything to contribute to me. All these other little random side friends that Mimi has, like, who are they? Because she doesn't have anybody, but then I also feel like the relationships that everybody's having with the group are fake. Like, Cynthia trying to be... Hella fake. It's just weird. Like, the only person I feel like is genuine is Candy. I know. Because she's the same every season. She's always like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing... Like, girl, mm, like, well, I'm over here getting my bag. This is what I... I'm throwing a sex party next Thursday. She's always plugging something, so... To me, Candy can stay um, because she just plays her same position. Portia has, she had some stuff going on. She has some heavy stuff going on. And I kind of. I like Portia, but she's not being, she's not being 100% real this season. And I can sense that. Yeah, I can see why you would say that. But other than those two, for me, everybody can go. Yeah, everybody can go. I agree. I'm actually missing Nini. Like, I'm like, Me too. can we have more Nini? Goddamn. I don't even really like Nini, but I need to see something. Nini. Listen, Nene is HBIC. Call it what you want. Spin it off how you want to spin it. Whether you love her, you hate her, both. Like, Nene, y'all need Nene, okay? It feels hella awkward not having Nene be Nene. Girl, they need Phaedra. I want Phaedra back. I want Phaedra back. I want Phaedra back. Phaedra. Phaedra, love her. And I would actually love to see her, because her and Portia really did have a true friendship. I would actually like to see them get back together. Um, yeah. If I'm honest, I'm, I'd be happy to see them. Especially they're probably going to need to after this Apollo, season. They're probably going to have to. Apollo's coming out, you know what I'm saying? Or he's already out or something. So that's a storyline. Yep. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like Pedro, she's, you know, but Kenya, I can do without her. Uh, because to me, she's really still not saying too much. Like, she still is, like, giving us She's fake, too. Um, she's fake, too. And she's so, mentally fucked up right now. She needs she to get is. help. She is. She <sighs> is. Um, but, yeah, everybody can go. Like, y'all just need to start over, you know? Basically. You know, start over with new girls, new castmates. Because I'm a real fan of Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I drop off every other reality. This is the only reality show I've literally watched and not stopped watching because yeah. like I used to watch Love and Hip Hop but I haven't watched that in in seasons yeah. I used to watch oh and Bad Girls Club but that went off air so I'm like those the only I love me some Bad Girls Club <laughs> I heard they were coming back but yeah I, I auditioned for Bad Girls Club reunion of the Bad Girls Club like with the old like Natalie and some of those other girls in the back in the day, like you know, maybe one from each yeah. episode, you know, because like, they be beefing on um social media. I follow oh. the Bad Girls Club official page, and girl, mm-hmm. they be posting all that tea, <laughs> oh, all the juice, scoop, all the juice. It will be here to spill it. <laughs> oh lord! So that was good. That wraps up our tea segment. I don't well, have no I more. I want to talk about one more thing before we wrap up. Is I wanted to talk about. What you want to talk about? Black excellence. I was going to talk about um, Queen and Slim. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we get there, because I don't want to put a, a, a damper or taint that. That's beautiful. I want to wrap up Jordan Woods and uh, Tristan Tom. What is it? Thompson or Thomas? Thompson. Chloe uh, Kardashian. For those, I, all you guys know what it is, but Jordan Woods, she recent, well, first, Chloe had a clip, or there's been an episode, either one, where Tristan has given her, like, this beautiful diamond necklace, and, 
you know, she's like, oh my God, do I accept it? Whatever. Um, guess she accepts it because she calls him and is like, oh my God, this is beautiful. And he's like, yes, I'm glad you liked it. Whatever. So clearly you see that we all know Chloe's been missing him. We all know that they're probably back together, whatever, right? Do, do your thing, girl. Just quit fronting on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Jordan, so there was backlash with that. Like, oh, okay, so you're going to forgive the nigga that continuously has been in the news and headlines repeatedly cheating on you. Not even just, because my thing is with this is, have we forgotten that he fucked around with you when you were actually pregnant? Like, Jordan and him never even allegedly had sex. So why have we forgotten that this nigga was cheating on you while you were pregnant? But anyway, that's another story. So Jordan, so she comes, Chloe comes out and, you know, she's basically like, oh, well, I forgive both of them. It's water under the bridge and stuff. So it was like a screenshot of in her story. So she had written out in paragraphs, like, hey, to everybody's point, yes, like two pages, <laughs> like, I'm just like, girl, if you don't just I was do like, a video, don't care. <laughs> you know, don't care. Um, but yeah, it was basically summarized to say like, you know, I see what y'all been saying, you know, as far as Tristan, listen, I forgive Tristan and Jordan. It's water under the bridge. It's like, you know, move on. Is their name? Yeah. She said both of their names. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. She said both of their names, like Jordan and Tristan. I have moved on from this. I want to put it behind me, whatever. So then I see on Instagram a video coming up on the Red Table Talk with Jordan taking a lie detector test, asking questions like, okay, did you sleep with Tristan Thompson? Which I, for, for the life of me, I think majority of us know she probably did not sleep with Tristan. But I don't know. Shit. Oh, well, I feel like they did not. I feel like they did not sleep together. I, I have no I idea. I feel like they didn't. But, you know, they know shit. well, she, well, now we allegedly know per the lie detector test, maybe it's 97% right. She did not sleep with Tristan. Why she would do this? Because to me, I feel like, I don't know. I just felt like she didn't need to do that. But if she did it, cool. You didn't sleep with Tristan. Now Chloe has come back with subliminals, you know, um, basically saying to the point, like, you know, um, people always, you know, liars always want to come and get on stand and when they know that they're lying, I mean, it was like a diss. It was like a direct hit. And I was like, oh, but I thought this was water under the bridge. Like, didn't you just apologize? Or didn't you just say that you forgave this bitch like 24 hours ago? <laughs> and then now Jordan has replied in a subliminal. And it basically was just like, you know, apple a day keeps the haters away, you know, whatever, whatever. So I had to say all that because I hope we can just wash our hands with this shit. Chloe, be with Tristan. We know that that's your baby daddy. We know that, that you've and he's repeatedly disrespected you publicly and publicly does not care. And he publicly only does these grand gestures when, you know, he wants to get you back in his good graces. But anyway... I just hope that we can wash our hands with this and be done with it. But it has been heavily in the media and it's just tired. It's tired. And girl, I'm so tired. I haven't even paid attention to it. I seen it and immediately got irritated and kept scrolling. You I, didn't read. I didn't I got irritated because honestly, I'm a drag Jada Pekin for this. Like, why the fuck are you doing this fuckery on your show? Like, yeah. are you Mari now? Yeah. Are you trying to find the baby daddy? 
what is this? This is a gimmick. This is bullshit. And it brings down the value of the Red Table Talk, in my opinion. I think it was very, very low quality and just very cheesy, cheap, trying to get a click real quick. And it was just stupid to me. And it's just like, this shit happened how, damn near a year ago. Mm-hmm. We're almost in 2020. This should happen back in like February or March or something. Yeah. So why are you even doing this right now? It looks thirsty. She already I got came annoyed. out on the show. She's already said what she said. I don't understand what prompted this bullshit. I saw the little promo for it. And I was like, this is so trashy. Right. I just kept on scrolling. Like, I'm, I don't know why Jada Pinkett would do that. Because I'm like, your show was supposed to be some like deep, therapy type shit and now you're trying to get a quick view by pulling this mari jerry springer bullshit i don't understand move on to black coffee no sugar no cream whitney wanna you've already said it but this is a great great segment this week queen and slim yeah queen and slim i went to go see it on uh thanksgiving day it was good i liked it you know it wasn't perfect but um what parts were it it has a lot of controversy out here um a lot of black people aren't feeling it um the criticisms was that you know they're tired of this black struggle love story (laughs) and uh they they wanted it to be like a love Jones or a lot of people thought it was going to be like a romantic comedy, like a, like a romantic drama, like a love Jones or something, but it was more so like, you know, a stance against like police brutality and racism and shit. Um, but I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was definitely cool. Um, I'm going to tell you the parts that I, well, in total, I thought it was beautiful. This is a beautiful, beautiful um, body of work. And the thing that I liked about it, it was that it was like people, a lot of people that I had seen were like, oh, this is the new Bonnie and Clyde or, you know, kind of relating it to a Bonnie and Clyde. And although to me, it was completely different because Bonnie and Clyde were like these savages that were out you know, just out here busting people yeah. off, knocking them off. Like, they were true, like, criminals. It was it was just like Thelma and Louise, if you've seen that old movie, Thelma and Louise. It's a classic it's movie. It's been like, a long time ago since I've seen that. It's literally the same plot. <laughs> literally the I same plot. see that. But, I mean, you know, they were running. I mean, it is a situation where it's like, damn, this is, like, super fucked up. It's, you know, it was it was a good piece that I liked. The one thing that I did not understand, and maybe you can help me with this, is um, the protest part where the young boy, obviously I know what he's protesting, he's pissed, he's like really mad. I didn't like that he, they made it to where he actually shot the good black cop. Like, it was I, stupid. They I hated that. I was like, was- I didn't get it. I didn't get why they would shoot that coinciding with a love scene. Um, that was really off. There was another off part to me in the movie. I can't think of it right now. But, I mean, if I had to give it a 1 out of 10, 10 being the best, I'd give it a solid 7. Like, I, I liked it. Um, I would see it again. Um, you know, I could I could see it again with a friend who maybe hasn't seen it. I was like, okay, I'll go with you. But then I'll be good. But I thought it was, I thought it was cool. It was good acting. And these days, that's really all I can hope for is a good quality film and great acting. Because... Child, this opal, 
we won't even get into that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So okay. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. I mean, it was you know it had a lot of parts that could have been cut out. It needed some editing, in my opinion. There was a lot of things that was just a little bit unbelievable, a little too cliche, could have been left out. Um, but Lena Waithe, you know, she's on her way. Shit. At least she getting these black films out. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. But people, a lot of people are also upset because they're saying that, like, they're tired of non-African-American people playing African-American roles. So both of the main characters are from the UK. Um uh, Daniel, what's his name? Is his name uh, Daniel? Yeah, the dude from Get Out. Mm-hmm. So he's from the UK, and then the lady who played Queen is also um, beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I really enjoyed and loved. You know, this is a history-making moment because it's two dark-skinned people as the as main characters. Like these are two black people, dark-skinned, in love with each other, and main characters all the screen time, and it's a major motion picture. So. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good step in the right direction. These days, you know, the shit that we try to ask for is like pulling a damn yeah tooth, you know. So when we get it, it's like okay, you know, yeah. still have a I mean, long. You never really that. see two dark skinned people together. Like you don't see that. Not in a hello. Not on TV. Not together. And it's so crazy to me too, because like a lot of mm, let me take that back. Nothing. oh god what no I was just gonna say like I had um so I have tons of women or friends that acquaintances friendships whatever you want to call them where they're darker skinned but I have a few majority out of all they are obsessed with lighter skinned men and a lot of the lighter skinned what am I trying to say a lot of the darker skinned men are attracted to and Again, this is just a general generalization that dark skinned men don't like dark skinned women. I'm not saying light skinned women don't like light skinned men. I'm saying from my own personal circle and p- things that I see out in the mall or whatever, it's just always so interesting to me. Like, there's a chocolate man with a light skinned woman, and this dark skinned yeah. woman appears with either a white man or a light skinned man. Max, that's <laughs> and I my, my ex girlfriend friend girl um she always just said i just like them red you know who she is i like them red i like them red i'm thinking like what is red like what the fuck is i hate when people used to call me red that's the country ass way of saying light skin okay like red bone is that what it is yes i like them red i like them red i'm like what but it is what it is so we want to thank everybody because we did recently hit ten thousand followers if I had a stripper pole, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we launched a website. Yes, we did. BCTpodcast.com. We got merch on there. BCTpodcast.com. I'm going to plug that as much as I can. And we announced it, what, a few days ago? A few days ago. It really officially, it went live Friday, I believe. But it officially, officially to me went live like Saturday because we really pushed it. Like it was already up and running, but it. You know, we really pushed that thing like Saturday, you know. Yeah, we gave some official discount codes. So go to our Instagram to go check those out. Still out there. Um, And we had some conversations about this. Should we talk about this? (laughs) 
I mean, we we can get into it. So, um, I think the general theme here is um, we have had an overwhelmingly amount, great amount of support from people who we just do not even know, who don't know us personally, who are not in our circles, who are, I mean, Canada, you know, we've had you know, New York, you know, we've had tons of places from all over and that have supported us, whether that's sharing, you know, what we, um, what we're doing, whether that's actually making a purchase, there are tons of ways to support your friends and your family and whoever else that you support and you get behind what they're doing. Obviously by us getting to almost 11,000 followers, we have a following that supports and likes what we're doing. Um, what we have discovered throughout this process is that it's interesting as you start climbing the ladder and, you know, you have your friends and your family and those people that we say are in our close knit circles that are like, yay, we, we love what you're doing. Oh my God. What's your page? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, they may interact on a post or something like that. But again, as we're climbing that ladder, um, speaking about our website recently I mean that's a big deal you know what I'm saying and um, to see the lack of support from those that we do know that do know the struggle that we've been through when we've been at this consistently a year guys um, we did not purchase any followers for those of y'all who have been rocking with us for the full year plus you see our stuff steadily improving we didn't start a year at zero followers and the next month we had ten thousand. like it just didn't happen that way it was very slow and steady and and a lot of commitment a lot of commitment keep it up and it keeps rising like it's not a situation where people come and they just stop following it's not where we get from you know 900 followers and now we're down to 100 like no we're constantly building our brand and we're growing faster now since we have hit 10,000 last week because now we're almost at 11,000 so that's 11, we'll probably another thousand in a week Monday or Sunday but as grateful as we are which I am super grateful I think that me and you both we're Pisces we both take it like personally we because everything. we feel, we feel everything, everything for one even if I don't fuck with you I still believe that you can do amazing things to do something or not if I have a chance to encourage somebody congratulate somebody support somebody I do it especially people who I love you know my friends my family I have purchased their small business things I have reposted I have sent them to friends you know I have motivated my friends to start on their own things or their own ideas or their own dreams or oh I can help you with this or refer you to that person and it's just like when you stop doing that or you kind of like look around and you're like you take a step back hold up I'm not getting none of this back. Like I'm actually doing something right now. Like I have something that I've launched and I don't really feel like no one cares. And I'm super private. I haven't really posted this to my personal page. A lot of my family don't even know about it. It's just like, I don't want to highlight it. And then I don't get the the reception back that I think I would or the support back. Like I don't want anyone to crush my dream per se. Like, I think it's such a big deal. And they're like, Oh, cool. You know, like it's, it makes me become even more protective over what I share because I don't want everyone to have that access to kind of disappoint me in that way. And I also think, and 
correct me if I'm wrong, to add to your point, I also think it's a matter of us not wanting to view you. Like, I kind of want to see you how I see you. So that way, if I put this in front of you and you don't support it, now I'm looking at, now our relationship could change because I'm like, so I'd rather just keep it to myself. until Exactly. I'm you know because now the ones who do know and haven't shown any support, I'm, I'm looking like, the fuck like now it's like i see too much i see like now relationships are being looked at like wow is this and i mean you know we are and i think that what we're trying to say guys is is this is more of like a teaching moment for you all who are starting businesses and for you guys who are um you know maybe in the exact same situation where you're like damn me too like every you know the higher that i climb the less people that i've you know, started out with or that were by my side, where are they now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a real thing. Like, more yeah. money, more problems. And I'm not saying we're rich and we're doing all these things, but as you start climbing, and there's a saying that's out there, people want to see you do good. They just don't want to see you doing better than them. And I yeah. feel that. Like, it, I feel it too. It's it, almost like it's offensive the fact that I have or we have started something and it's mm-hmm. actually working you know like it's actually slowly becoming better because they see it because people see things now through a lens like wow they're doing something versus oh well this is just a little pop this is just a little you know oh they're just oh oh this is cute like oh it's because I've heard some of this you know like I've heard some of this from my family and I'm not trying to say they've said it in a different (laughs) way it is it was like that it was like oh yay oh you know it was like that energy and now that it's like, oh, website launching, this is launching, promo code, new products launching, you know, it's like this thing is on a roll, yeah. 10,000 followers, yeah. 11,000 followers. Yeah. Like it's, it's there's crazy. just no way there's just no. And it's just because it, we are so concerned with it because we would do the same for someone else in return. So it's just like done the same. Have yeah, there's no fucking way on earth. Any of my friends that I talk to and communicate with if they have a business scroll on my timeline and I don't like it, comment on it, probably repost it to my story. It just wouldn't happen. Anyone who fucks with me, even people who don't fuck with me, there's people who I haven't seen since high school. If I see that, if I, they're on my timeline and I see they started something, I'm like, oh my God, dope. Congrats. That's what's up. I'm always going to throw out a positive word of congratulations or like it or something. So it's, it's odd to me that the people around me who say they want such amazing things to happen and who say they believe when I'm actually making the baby steps to get there, have a website, have products, you know, putting it out there is no support. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what the fuck? I could never not like my friend's business post exactly. or some and shit I, or I, comment or anything. No. It's just crazy to me. And it just makes me believe, like, we have to do this for ourselves because no one's going to give us no credit. Nobody's going to give us no accolades. It has to be self-driven, period. And this is, again, you guys, take notes. Like, this is real life. Like, I've heard this before, but when you start your own shit, it really is your baby. Yeah. You start to remember certain things that you've heard along the way like you know as you start climbing you're gonna the people you start out with aren't always the people you're gonna end up (laughs) you know not everybody can come along with you or you know like there's there's things that you start so as you start your business or those that have started your business like there are ways that you can support your friends and your family for free 
we get it. We understand. Yeah, I get the money thing. We get money. You know, we get, so we're not even talking about just buying. There's so many other ways to support people for free. What are some of those ways, Whitney? Sharing a post, um, liking a post, commenting, engaging the, on the post, calling us to be like, you know what, girl, I see you. I, oh my God, the website is beautiful. Like I, we have, I don't, I haven't anybody to say, oh my God, girl, the website is, you know, like it's more so like, oh, I'm going to check it out. I've had one friend say, oh, the website looks real legit. Like it looks good. And it was a text message. And I appreciate that. Like, even if it wasn't public, you didn't put it on, it would have been dope to put it on the post because then it makes, you know, maybe we can get more customers off that. But even on a sense of, you know, uplifting me because I'm trying to do something that's dope. Like it would be taken well. So tons of support from people who we don't know and that's really the message here it's like it's just crazy, crazy. our first sale was from someone in canada canada like shout out like, to you we yo we were so happy with our first sale we were like oh my god like so we can't wait to see yeah. where this is headed we are constantly working to improve and to get better learning our demographic learning what you guys like and taking this thing higher and higher like there's so much in store that you know if you aren't rocking with us just yeah cool it's cool but yeah. those but they will sweet. but the, it's it's such a bittersweet thing because it's like I know we're gonna just get bigger and I know eventually a lot of people who weren't supporting us will but it's just like damn I'll always know that when I really wasn't anything big you didn't believe in me you didn't support me then but you was on shade room you was on every other celebrity like you literally like every other celebrity but you wouldn't even come to my little podcast shit and you know me personally it's just it's weird to me I don't get it it's weird I don't get it we talk about it's so funny because we talk about how so many people are weird out here in this world just we just use the word weird a lot and I just anytime I hear somebody say weird it just takes me there but no it's weird energy it's weird vibes it's weird people but I'm also very grateful that God very is grateful. showing me who these people are because I don't want any fake energy yeah. around me. I want to know who is supporting us and who we need to include and keep yeah. close. So that way, because I am a big person about energies and if your yeah. vibe is off or it's weird or I feel some sort of like competition or like, you know, some flaky shit, like, I have to get away from you, because that type of shit manifests into people's life, what you listen to, what you respond Mm -hmm. to, who you surround yourself with, like, that shit is real, you guys, it is real life, so, you know, and I'm not saying this to just say it, like, this is a real thing like a lot of people have been removed in 2019 the circle has gotten smaller I can't even it's gotten smaller and smaller continues to get smaller so Mm -hmm. you know look at it on both sides look at it you know feel it like damn that's fucked up we cool we supposed to you know this is my fucking family this is my fucking you know ride or die whatever feel that shit deal with that shit because that shit at the end of the day I'd lie and say that it didn't hurt or it's not hurtful because it's hurtful yeah and that's what it is it's not even like angry it's just more like I don't understand I say it for me it's hurtful because it's hurtful disappointed I think disappointed disappointed yeah and to me that's worse I remember um 
my brother-in-law, he was so just like, he was so mad at me about something I did in high school. And the way that I felt when I felt like he was disappointed versus mad is a whole nother type of feeling. I'd almost rather you be angry at me because that's like yeah. the reaction, like, Err. but when you're disappointed mm-hmm. in me, like, like that shit hits totally different. I hate it. And that's yeah. how I feel for these type of individuals. As I'm more that's how I feel that most pe- people literally disappoint me. Yeah. Like, I don't. And, and we now partially when I'm single I just don't have any faith in people like I want to I want to have faith in people but I'm just like every time I have faith in the person it's like you're shitty like I just I knew it I knew you were gonna be shitty and you were you know what I'm saying and I tried to not think that way and it's just yeah. like fuck like I, I'm tired of being disappointed it's almost like to the point where I don't want to expect anything from anyone I don't expect shit from nobody anything that's given to me would just be a fucking plus because I don't expect anything I don't respect any reciprocity if I've supported you if I've bought your product and your business and and I don't expect you to buy mine at all like let that be (laughs) what it was it was me showing you support Mm -hmm. and I I still will do it and I still will do it to this day because I like seeing people doing well and I that's your character, will. but that's your character. And to me, yep. your character is speaks more than a gesture. It's like, you know what? I see you and mm-hmm. I see how you did me. And I'm still not even going to be how you were to me because that's not who I am. Yep. I now have to now make myself angry and treat you a different way when I don't even feel that way. It's more, I'm disappointed in you, but like, whatever. Like now I just know how to move forward in this relationship or this capacity yeah but I'm still gonna if I see a post I'm gonna like it if I want to comment yeah. I'm a comment like you know it takes more energy to act like you don't see it it takes more energy to just be like oh that's cute but I'm gonna just scroll like it's more energy on y'all when yeah. y'all act like you don't want to support and you know what I'm saying yeah. that's a you problem and it's just so we post so much that I'm just like <laughs> I know you see our shit like yeah you follow I think I mean shit why do you follow like I'm so confused but thank y'all for the support we really appreciate it yes big things coming yep and we'll continue to have different stuff going on you know giveaways and all that kind of stuff so make sure you turn on your notifications subscribe we'll be dropping all kind of promo codes we may do you know shoot 30% one day we may do 60% you know just stay tuned and make sure you are um, subscribed to all of our channels, iTunes, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of the channels, YouTube. Um, and make sure you engage. We love your engagement. Like I said, we accept negative feedback, positive feedback, ways to improve. We are yeah. we are still a small business. So we look for y'all's engagement and um, support. Like, it's appreciated over here at BCC. So I'm feeling really unappreciated. <laughs> My love for granted, <laughs> throw it back, honey. Cherish, yes. So, I think this is pretty much this. We could use this as our letter child, and oh, yeah, yeah, that was our letter to y'all. Fuck I mean, it. for real, like, for seriously, like, you know, if you take nothing else from this whole podcast, take support your friend, support the people who support you. Fashion Nova is not putting no money in your pocket. And they buy their shit super cheap, and it's super cheap when it comes in. Long mm-hmm. shipping times. Long, you don't even know who Fashion Nova is. 
if somebody in your circle that you love and you care about, if they have a business or if they have something they're trying to push, support them in whatever way you can. Word of mouth, you know, find a product, whatever. Just take what we're saying and apply it in your life and to show, you know, pass that on. That's a pay it forward moment to me. You know, it takes nothing. It takes nothing. It literally takes no type of energy to just double tap. Yeah. A fucking hard eye emoji. Fuck it. Add the story. And now we have swipe up. We have swipe up. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that forever. Swipe up. Swipe up. Swipe up. Swipe so you up. don't even have to type it in. Y'all don't even have to type it in. We do it for you. Swipe up. So. Yep. 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 So. I do want to conclude. In tea bag. Tea bag. At least do a tea bag. Mm-hmm. I got a really good one, y'all. This one. Um. My uh, husband actually sent me earlier, and it just has really affected me again, because anytime I get these stories of police brutality, it just beats me up, because I'm just like, why does it take six and seven and 30 men to beat up, whether you're a criminal or not? So tired of this. Fucked up. It's so fucked up. So tiring. So I want to teabag the San, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to say this name, San Joaquin County Jail, J-O-A-Q-U-I-N. Mm-hmm. There um, was a young Latino man that was beaten half to death in a California jail while, while cops yelled racist slurs at him. Um, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole video that um, at Carrie K E. One, two, three, four R's, Y, C as in cat, posted. And it has really, I mean, it's up to 2.7 million views. And you see this, um, you see this Latino man being handcuffed in the jail. And, you know, cops, there's one cop that's around him doing the procedure, you know, touching him, making sure he's, you know, doesn't have anything on him. And then as they walk this man to the back, you know, there's more cops that are kind of congregating, going behind him. And then you see this one cop looking back at the camera, like making sure, you know, obviously if you're looking back at the camera, you're like, oh, some shit's going to go down. And then you see this man walking out just brutally and blood bleeding and beat up. And it's just so fucked up. So I want to teabag that whole And I want to teabag. Thank God he lived. Imagine if he was black, he probably would have died in the damn no, jail halls. They wouldn't have stopped. I mean, the thing about it is, the God damn. Reasons, he was called an Arab, a terrorist, all kinds of things. Um, but the thing, the, ignorant. About, the one thing that I also want to say is, um, you know, the people that are above these police officers, what is it, lieutenants, and all the. The only reason why this type of shit keeps happening is because the higher ups are allowing it to happen. Like the fact that these, because please believe this isn't the first time that these cops have been on one accord and done some fucked up shit like this. Cause they all knew procedure, right? It was like, Hey, Hey, we got us one. Hey, the camera, like it was protocol, right? So it's fucked up. Like teabag the whole jail, everybody, everybody. The whole government. This is the initiative. They are looking for people who are, racist yeah. <laughs> that's what they want yeah. <laughs> they do psychological tests they not they know who they're choosing mm-hmm. they're like yes good you're gonna kill us some black people like but you know what's fucked they up they want that 
But you know what's fucked up too is that I have been a witness to even police officers that are black that are fucked up. There are people who hate themselves. I was a victim of that. For real. You got beat? No, but I was driving, me and my girlfriend, we were driving to Texas and um, we got pulled over in Dallas or we were on, yeah, we were on our way to Dallas. So we were right outside of Dallas and we got pulled over my girlfriend at the time. Um, There's like weird speed limit. So we weren't really familiar. So we got stopped, pulled over and this, there was a black cop and he came on my side, which is protocol, I guess, when you have a passenger. And I was on the phone, and he rolled the window down, and um, he just was like, "Get off your phone." And I was like, "I was like, I was like, it's my mom." He was like, "I said, get off the phone." And I was like, "Mom, I gotta go." You know, click. My girlfriend, she had a, she had anxiety, high anxiety, so this already was just not a good situation. Then he started to ask like, who we were going to see, what we were planning on doing, what we planning on wearing. Like, then he had us getting out. Well, he had my friend get out the car and told her to go in the truck. And I was thinking, like, oh, my God. So then I had called my mom back, but I tried to, like, put my phone upside down just so she could hear to make sure, like, we're – and I remember he was like, can I search the car? And I was like, sure. Mind you, we didn't really know our rights like that. Like, you know, we're just, like, trying to tell him, like, this is what we're doing, like, Whatever I know it's not. Do. I know you didn't have drugs or nothing. So I was like, "What the fuck does he even care?" He like, just like we just didn't. And he was just like, "I said, get off your fucking phone!" Like he was like yelling, and I was thinking like, and I just, I just bawled. I was like, "Oh my god!" You know. So all of this to say, like, and why? then what? He just let y'all go. <laughs> no, I asked for another, and this is what's really fucked up. This is this is what's fucked up is that I wanted a white cop to hurry and come to rescue me from this man I and to be honest with you I don't even know if I wanted it to have to be a white cop I think I just wanted an extra person there just to be balance it out because I didn't know if he was about to rape us like this man was saying like sexual slur like it was bad and so the white cop finally came because I demanded another cop be there and he finally it was like an hour later he finally how did you demand I just was like, I need to have somebody else here. I was like, I want another officer here. I said, I do not feel comfortable. Like, it was at that point where I was just like, I was a wreck because my friend was away from me. I, you know, like, I'm somewhere I don't know. He's asking me what I'm wearing tonight. You know, is my breast going to be out? Like, he's being totally inappropriate. My man cops aren't even allowed to search you. They're, they're no, happy to no, call a woman girl, cop. She's wheezing. She literally has anxiety attacks. Like, she's wheezing, needs like medicine. And, you know, it's just a situation where I can't call my mom. I can't call anybody. I've never been in a situation like this. And the one person that I thought that I could feel comfortable with was at least a black cop. Silly me, but, and I'm not trying to say all black cops, but I'm just saying, like, we can't even. I'll say all cops, period. Something right with y'all. I don't fuck with none of y'all. I don't care. <laughs> and the thing about it is the white cop that. You're going to cop deal breaker. Can't be my friend. Can't be my boyfriend. Can't be nothing. No yeah, well, let me just say this. The white cop that came, I almost like, I just like, it's almost like I just wanted to run up and hug, thinking like in my silly mind, like, oh God, like somebody here can explain what the fuck is going on. And he did explain. He was like, well, you know, Texas is known to have a lot of trafficking, and what they do is they send their girlfriends 
to do whatever, whatever. So it's like, oh, okay, but what the fuck? So I was like, well, he was asking us questions about sex and what we're wearing and all this other kind. He was like, yeah, his approach is a little different. And I'm like, lawsuit. <laughs> so, and then to come to find out, I called my brother-in-law when we finally get away, because my girlfriend, she couldn't, my homegirl, she could not drive. So I had to drive. She's still wheezing. So when we finally got away, I called my brother. He's like, oh, you should, as soon as they stopped you, you should have said, no, you cannot search my car. That didn't think like, but you know what I was also scared of when he searched the car was that like he could plant something. So yep. that was my story, but I had a horrible experience with a black, and I don't even want to put it all on white cops. I just, it's just like, now I just am like, I don't trust anybody. All they care about is that color blue. You know what I'm saying? Not all cops, but shit. One in a million, girl. One, one in, in a million. million. Anybody you want a tea bag? Good tea bag. That's a great tea bag. I think we're gonna tea bag like the justice system, like every other episode. Cause yeah, we yeah, always. It's always. <laughs> it's a new case. It's a new case coming to you. I'm gonna just tea bag Lizzo. Cause shit. Looks like she's open for that anyway. Anytime, any place, anywhere, tea bag her. Sorry, girl. Um <laughs> Well, it's been real. Um, you know, again, stay tuned for everything that we have coming out. And Whitney, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Because I think we've covered it all. Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys. Please, if you care, please leave us a uh, review on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube Black Coffee and Tea podcast. Check us out. Instagram at BCT Podcast and bctpodcast.com. Okay, I'm done. All right, until next time, bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.